0: office lati bere church office
1: church welcome
2: to fresh 107.9 fm We educate. We inform. We entertain. We play feel-good music. don't give up on me now I'm on my way don't give up on me now all of my life I done't try oh, to be the best I can be to be somebody's hero but I am the king of And now that you've come my way, I really see you, your beauty glows in the dark, my former life was a deep hole, you are the queen of illumination, oh yeah, so here I stand, wash me woman, make me clean, put a new song in my mouth, don't give up on me now. I'm in the shadows The darkness comes on you. My lonely feet grow heavy These are the days of tribulation Oh yeah But then I hear your voice calling out You beat the path through the jungle You got a smile on your face You're reaching out An invitation Oh yeah But girl I'm afraid
3: my past would never let me be. They say old habits die hard. That's Fresh 107.9 FM. A good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Today, Monday, the 1st of March, 2021. Happy New Month to you, wherever you're listening to us from. It is three minutes, can past 10 a.m. Uh, this Monday morning. Beautiful Nubia with the song King of Procrastination, kickstarting things at this hour uh, this morning. It's platform uh, this Monday, the very first installment for the week, the very first for the month of March. Hopefully, it turns out to be a productive month for each and every one of us. Uh, first off, uh, I should sincerely apologize uh, that uh, you didn't get to listen to Freshly Pressed this morning. Uh, that was uh, due to some unavoidable technical issues, uh, but then we fixed things uh, since then, and I'm sure you've been having uh, fun with us uh, since uh, I think it was some minutes before seven, eight o'clock, or when we got back on here. Apologies, uh, really, uh, but you can of course join the program from tomorrow at seven o'clock. Good to have you join the platform this morning. Wali Bakar is my name. Uh, this Monday, uh, Max, the beginning of a new month uh, for so many people, offers new op offers a new opportunity. Uh, for us as a country uh, to right a lot of wrongs and get so many things right. The security situation still getting a lot of attention, especially uh, following the abduction of uh, the over 300 girls uh, from the government girls assigned school in Jangebe, Zamfara State. Uh, they, the Zamfara State government say negotiations continue as regards getting those girls back from their abductors. Uh, at least some measure of good news came in on Saturday when the when those that were abducted from the Government Science College in Kagara, Niger State, uh, the students, their teachers and their family members uh, were released by their abductors. But for so many, they say it is important that we get these girls back as well as quickly as possible. And more importantly, uh, we need to avoid a reoccurrence and uh, again also work to change the narrative as far as the security situation in the country. Is concerned that will be getting our attention this morning. Uh, the number of talks going on as far as the COVID 19 pandemic is concerned, it's been one year since Nigeria reported its first case, or since Nigeria began to report a number of cases. And uh, there are a lot of questions surrounding where have we, where what have we gained, learned, or how, uh, how much have we learned, uh, so to speak, uh, in this last couple of months. Uh, the report coming in say that. Uh, tomorrow the the country is expecting to get about four million doses of uh, vaccine that's the first uh, shipment of vaccine that will be coming to nigeria the hope of course is that that will mark the beginning of uh uh, changing the tide or changing the story as far as the response to the covid-19 pandemic is concerned i'll give you updates as far as that is concerned at the latter part of the program but uh the security situation will be getting our attention this morning on the program it's a platform uh, this Monday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM Abelgta. Thank you for joining us.
2: Don't give up on me now, I'm on my way Don't give up on me now Today we meet as planned at the crossroads I've got my offering ready I go down on my knees, oh Bleed plead with a lot of confusion, oh yeah, but you, you have eyes only for me, oh, your plate is full of riches, you treat me like a hero, you feed me love and devotion, oh yeah, yes queen, I am ready, hold me woman, make me strong, we'll be together, through the storm, don't give up on me now.
3: and past ten AM is your feel good radio. Fresh 107.9 FM ability. Thank you for joining us this Monday morning, the first day in the month of March. 2021 its platform this morning Wally bakar is my name and uh, it's good to know you're there joining the program this morning uh, in case you're just joining us i did say that uh, the security situation in the country will be getting our attention uh, this morning i'll be taking a look at uh, what the uh, latest developments are a number of things being said across parts of the country as uh, part of things that we need to do so as changing the narrative uh, about the security situation in the country is concerned uh mr samson akindele joins me this morning on the program um the platform this monday good morning to you uh good to have you on the program uh quite unusual but (laughs) good to have you on the
0: program (laughs) good to be here um yes unusual uh because um we're we're in that special month Mm. too it's it's oh it is much yes i don't it is much i don't know why i have to be here this morning (laughs) but um having missed um the morning, I think mean Monday installment of um, freshly pressed. I I think it's, it's another opportunity for us to talk about those things mm-hmm. Could we couldn't talk about at seven o'clock.
3: Well, um, let, let's before we get into some of these issues, let, let's first of all take care of what affects our own constituency and affects society at large. Um, I'm sure you saw the report yesterday morning. Uh, just talking about the uh, the students that were. Uh, Kidnapped in Zamfara State Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a report yesterday morning That they had been released And then later A couple of uh, moments after Close to an hour after uh, The reports came in again that no they had not been released There was some mix up and all Which was something similar to what happened uh, uh, The previous Sunday about the Kagara boys. There had been a report that they had been released, and then there was a report again that, oh, uh, someone uh, mixed things up. They've not been released. Mm. And and you begin to wonder what exactly is going on. Where are we getting it wrong? Because I've, I've, I've seen the number of criticisms that have come our way, talking about the media, as far as how we come out to say, this has happened, and then we come out and say, No, it hasn't happened, especially when it's happened twice uh, in very, uh, a very, very close period. And you begin to wonder what exactly is going on, where are we getting it wrong, really?
0: <sighs> well, uh, I think um, it's, it's becoming very embarrassing that, um, again, the Nigerian media has found itself in this uh, at this corner, because it's a corner that. The media sometimes boxes itself in. And uh, you, you wonder how uh, we could easily come out of it, if not by ourselves. And it, it's something that is worrying. It worries me particularly, you know, when once, twice, one has been fooled or misled or allow himself or herself to be misled then you ask yourself why are you making the same mistake um, this there is this this notion of breaking news mm. uh, every every blogger now you you see breaking uh, just in you know some people we even put some kind of exclusivity because even in one of the reports one one of the blogs they said the, the, the state government confirmed it but the the, the the minus there for them or the whole that you can pick from it was that nobody's name was mentioned and many times we under the we, we hide under this um, notion of saying according to an official source according to a source close to government mm. um, according to this according to that without a name or designation it's tricky and and that's why we we have to be very careful um the, the unconventional media, you know, we've always tagged them, giving them all sorts of names concerning something like this. But when it's now coming from... Uh, what uh, we call the mainstream yes, media. Yes, mainstream. You know, so it means some of those things that we complain about are coming into the mainstream and that is even more scary. It, it's something that uh, communication scholars, practitioners, we really have to step into and find a way, you know, of just find a solution. Um, twice now, within two weeks, this kind of thing happened. The boys were said to have been released. The state government said no. Yesterday again, the same thing happened and the girls have been released. So we really have to be very careful because a lot of people believe in the media. And if the media, especially the mainstream media, will not be the ones you know, uh, uh, misleading members of the public, then who are they going to wait for, for credible information? Because that's very good news value, accuracy, is always there for us, you know, to respect. If um, you are not accurate with, with information, you are losing credibility. If you lose credibility, you lose, you lose acceptability. Now, once, once it's your organization, they say, don't mind them. What, what, what is what is bothering is you know. So you, you, when you, you talk about particular organizations'
3: mm. credibility, mm. Uh, but what is bothering is when it becomes something that almost everyone fell for. Uh, we continue to make the example of Ziduondo Assembly situation. Ondo
0: Assembly Snake. Where uh, invade. it was everyone.
3: Undo, yes. It was almost everybody yes. that fell for it. Yes, and and that. That, that, that is what is worrying if, if it were a select few okay, but if
0: if, if there's a preponderance, then comes I, I don't know people people have been given awards journalists, media organizations I don't know of any awards that gives any accolade to anybody for breaking the news because uh, yes news you have immediacy, you get something, you have to push it out. but what do you do? What are the processes? Because if you embarrass yourself once, twice, people will not wait for the third one to happen before they begin to say, "When if it comes to this XYZ organization or person, some, sometimes they will just look at the byline. Oh, is this guy again? Don't mind him, let's wait. Then it means you're already losing it. So what are the things you need to do in the newsroom? Who are you supposed to call for every event? That you want to push out there. This is where we are missing it. What has gone wrong in the process of fact-checking? You can blame your social media. Why would a mainstream organization, media organization, will go to the social media, will go on Twitter to just source for news? You can source for news there. No, there's no problem with that. But when you get your responsibility to verify. Yes. Are you is that the verified. You know, handle for that particular person you are picking your news from or that organization. You need to know. So, you want to go on Facebook to pick up anything that somebody posted. What do you do? No problem that you've got a hint. So, hint is not news. You just somebody has just done one I'm a book kind of thing, and uh, you now pick it up as a media practitioner. You now use your medium, your medium that should have been credible. You now make it incredible by pushing just anything. So I think that's where we are missing it. And it's because of this rush to be the one to break the news. And that's why everybody is for I remember that of Ondo. I, I I got involved in, in it myself. And not because I I, I joined any blog to, to to some other respected organizations also fell for it. Photoshopped you know, scenario because somebody did not do the fact checking. So we're holding this together. We have to make sure that this kind of thing does not happen again. There is no, do, see, if somebody has broken any news, what do you do? You look for fresh angles to it. You can still take it hours later. You've not been able to break it. No problem because you, you, you've not verified. Nobody will, will kill you. Oh, where were you when others were breaking? Of course, it won't be a breaking news at that time. But what do you find? Even news that are broken since Saturday, mm. you you still see some of these thing online. They're breaking, so breaking. And I'll, mm. I'll look at what's, what's breaking in this. We're already mm. aware. Any news that you cannot break within one, two hours. You know, you, you don't or that has been broken one, two hours ago. Mm. It's already becoming still. News is highly perishable. So why do we want to say we break the news? You know, all the time when really the news has always been there. So for, for us to correct the kind of thing that we that, that, that happened yesterday, I think the newsroom has to check the urge for wanting to be the newsbreaker. That is it. Mm. That is the, that is it. That is the urge. It's a very negative one that might push some people into more troubles because those organizations now will be pitching themselves out how? where did be? I believe some, some people might still be having editorial meeting this morning that, uh, how, how did you get it who did you talk to mm. you, you have you have police in that state you have government officials commissioners the governor the CPS all of them and if you are getting your information maybe even from the abductors you don't want to you should be sure somebody should be able to send you a picture or video because they said, in fact, some, a, a, a news media had even speculated on Saturday. Yes, that they, that would, that they, they had would read be, an advanced stage. By now, that they should be at the state capital. Mm. You know, maybe it was based on, you know, that speculation. And I said, ah, this is a very credible. I remember when, uh, I think it was uh, former Governor Ajimobi when he died. We had this kind of controversy. Some
4: Somebody said,
0: I, I I, I, am sure. Mm is dead. And the person that I told, me, I, I told me, I said, I was asking, are you a medical doctor to determine if someone had died? In journalism school, if they, 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 they taught us, you get to the scene of an accident, you find people lying down on the floor. You don't refer to them as dead because you, you see them not moving their bodies. Somebody might be unconscious. You cannot determine that. So, what do you do from the, the from the from the scene of that accident? You need to follow as they have been evacuated away from that place to the hospital, perhaps to the mug. To you count bodies. You don't you don't look at people lying down, injured people, looking lifeless. I yeah, you can quiet. say you see lifeless. You can describe it that way. You know, seeming lifeless. You know, people there, but you don't you don't call them dead. Because a medical doctor has not confirmed that. Mm. So it's part of the training. So I, I think that's where we are missing it. The patients. News, news has a very great value in patients. You, if you rush anything out, uh, speed kills. Of
3: course.
0: Well, you, and you might kill your organization if you rush out any kind of information. So we have to be very careful.
3: Well, in in case you missed it, uh, apparently uh, there were reports yesterday that the uh, schoolgirls that were kidnapped from the Government Science Secondary School in Mm Jangebe, Zafara State, had been released. In fact, that report said... I wonder what their uh, parents would be mm -hmm. getting that news. mm
0: -hmm. They will have left for joy. Mm. And suddenly that will be short lived mm. by the statement, correct statement coming from the state government. Richard, which was what we saw uh, last week, Sunday, yes. with the Kagara yes. boys. The
3: parents Where at the government mm. house, and mm. then they were told, well, we don't that have them yet. threw everybody into mm. confusion. Anyway, uh, the Commissioner for Information and Culture, Slayman, Tana Anka, uh, came back later Sunday afternoon to say the students were yet to be released, although. Uh, he says uh, that um, efforts are ongoing to get them back. Uh, as a media community is apt to say, we sincerely apologize <laughs> for uh, whatever uh, inf- inconveniences might have been caused. Uh, but uh, one would say, uh, someone once told me, what you do, that will make you say, I apologize. about you don't do it at all? <laughs> but then, these things happen.
0: It's, it's even, see, in the print, he Print media, you know, it's, it, there is permanence in mm. in the print and all that, and you you might push a story, and uh, it, it's your front page, and you can go back to the same front page and apologise the next day, thinking that oh, you have this same set of readers, but in broadcast, because we 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 speak with time, it's it's not always like that. When you are mm. going to apologise. The people that are listening at that time, you are Probably not sure the all of them are by that. their radio set. Mm-hmm. Yoruba will say, uh, mm-hmm. So, how are you going to now reach out to those people that you told them, "Oh, it's color red." <laughs> now, it's you find out that it's blue. So, how are you going to correct that? So, and especially information like this on radio. Thank God, well, this this is not kind of it's it's kind of a positive thing really. You. the the student being released, if it's it's something negative too, and you are not accurate about it, and you've caused commotion in town, Mm. the media will be blamed. All right. um, We could go on and on
3: about this, but speaking about the efforts to get the girls back, particularly... Uh, the Zamfara State Government they say that they have continued to negotiate uh, with the abductors and they are talking to them. But then uh, there is uh, still the big question hanging about uh, the pro- the tactic of negotiating with bandits entirely. Uh, the Zamfara State Governor Belo Matawale uh, was in a meeting uh, with uh, some traditional rulers yesterday where he said that, yeah confirmed that efforts weren't going to get the girls back. And he said, despite what is being said across the country, uh, the traditional rulers should not worry uh, that he will uh, not uh, jettison the current arrangement of extending uh, that end of, uh, end of uh, fellowship, or should we say uh, that opportunity, of uh, changing their ways to the bandits, saying negotiations and all will continue with them. Remember, uh, President Muhammadu Buhari, in a statement uh, condemning the Zamfara attack, had said governors need to look into that um, system, uh, saying that it could boomerang seriously, eventually. Let's very quickly take a listen to the Chairman, Senate Committee on the Army, Senator Aliu Dume, was speaking on a television program yesterday as regards uh, this conversation about amnesty deals and uh, uh, negotiation with bandits and. The we'll get talking about it in a moment. Don't go anywhere.
4: Well, I, I, everybody holds his opinion. I don't think blanket amnesty is the, the solution. Because if you do that, another form of criminality may emerge, hoping that the government will bring them to negotiation table. I think the carrot and stick approach should be used in dealing with this kind of uh, situation. We know we have to go down to find out the roots of uh, the causes of this uh, banditry that were witnessed in the Northwest particularly and uh, the arming of uh, headsmen and uh, people that are involved in this. The government should, I, I think as a matter of emergency, form a committee of eminent people or those people that uh, can reach out and then get to the root cause of this and also find a solution to it. I know, for example, the Fulanese, they have leadership from top to bottom, very organized leadership, so much so that uh, even in my place, if you want to get Fulanese in one place, you can simply do that by getting one of their leaders, they normally call Arno, to call for a meeting. We do that as politicians. In my place, I've been doing that. And they, they send, they distribute color to everybody, and within the time... Within no time, they will be where you want them to be, and they talk. They have a leadership there. Uh, I think that is what the government needs to look at. They need to look at people that can go in there and talk to these people and find out, because there are criminals there, there are terrorists in there, there are armed robbers in there. But all of them now are mixing up with the the Fulanese, or as you call them, or the headsmen, and uh, the headsmen to some of them are carrying the arms they are carrying in order to protect themselves the way they, they see it because they don't know uh, so much about the law. This problem started with cattle rustling and uh, the other you know, uh, lapses in our security system. So uh, a holistic approach should be uh, kick-started to address this problem. And I believe that uh, it can be done with all manner of seriousness and uh, we need to do it because time is not on our side and others more are coming in because once you once they discover that once you have one person or two or three with AK-47 you can go into a school and almost you know round up everybody or you can just put a roadblock on the, on the road and you know take away people from their buses or their travelers and then make demands. And then the other thing is that the system must, uh, you know, evoke a fast justice system where justice will be dispensed. I've said several times that you see people paraded and that will be the end of it. Or if you get somebody who is involved in kidnapping and the person, uh, the, 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 the ransom paid will be like 10 million. But if you, the security agencies ask the, the, uh, the uh, apprehended people there the, or the accused, They will end up with a very meager amount. And it seems it's a big network that must be busted by the government. And the earlier that is done, the better.
3: Uh, the chairman of the Senate Committee on Army, Senator Ali Ndume, uh, speaking there about the security situation in the country, uh, speaking first of about the uh, amnesty deals and how he believes that might not be the way to go and uh, preferring some uh, solutions as far as the security situation is concerned. Uh, the Niger state, I mean the Zamfara state governor, uh, Belo Matawale, was speaking yesterday uh, if I had a number of revelations to make, and uh, I still wonder what he meant when he said uh, that Nigerians will be shocked by those behind the schoolgirls' abduction. According to the governor, uh, he was speaking with about 17 emirs who paid him a sympathy visit, uh, saying that um, there are certain things that would shock a lot of Nigerians if we found out about this uh, abduction of schoolgirls from Zamfara. Uh, that was when he said. Uh, that government uh, will continue to try to talk to the bandits and try to uh, make them change their ways uh, despite the calls from many parts of the country uh, that these negotiations uh, might be encouraging or might appear like we are pampering these people who should be labeled as criminals for what they are and he says that government will continue the negotiations with them Uh, that's the uh, comment from the Zamfara state governor Uh, I'm sure you've been following the uh, preponderance of arguments as far as uh, is this what we should be doing? Mm. Uh, I was listening to the former head of state, Yakubu Gowan, last week uh, saying well, it's not the appropriate thing to do uh, but in the short time it appears like it's what we might have to do but we need mm. to look for long-term solutions uh, to this. But the, the, the vast majority of arguments is uh, this will continue to send a signal to others that they can't pick up arms all the state or a community to ransom and they will be called to the negotiation table which is what Senator Ndume was saying, which is what the president also warned against yeah. in a statement the other day. Well,
0: um, amnesty, negotiation and all those things. I, I think uh, we, we have to be very careful here. And when I'm talking about uh, being careful, um, it's not just the government, even many of us who are Go making comments about it. Mm. People who have opinions. That, um, don't let us be emotive when it comes to this issue. But let us look at the, the even, even the notion itself that we are t- talking about. Amnesty, for instance. Amnesty is not a new thing. It's not something that is grossly out of place, generally speaking. But in this situation, who are we giving amnesty to? I I, I check the ordinary meaning of amnesty; it just mean forgiveness. And when you look at the the, the Greek, you know, origin of that word, it it means amnesia that everybody talks about. You know, forgetfulness, passing over, you know, and all that. And amnesty itself, in the English language, is defined as a pardon extended by the government to a group or class of people, usually for political offense. Now, it's also an act of sovereign power, officially forgiving certain class of people who are subject to trial. Now, let's underline that, subject to trial, mm-hmm. you know, but have not been convicted. Sometimes some people will get conviction. In fact, they're already serving in prison and they will, their cases will be revisited. Or they their sentences will be commuted. Yes, they won't, they won't serve the time again. They will be released. They do this sometimes when you have a war situation, oh. and you need to pardon some people. Well, They actually went into that war, not to fight their country, but maybe they were misled, or they got emotional about it and all that, and they found themselves in a ring. And you look at many other factors. Now, have we had am- amnesty before in this country, in country? Yes, it was done in Niger Delta. The um, we also have some. I think uh, which which of the political leaders now? I think it was former governor of uh, Bayelsa, who also got his own mm. after being convicted. I think um, chief body judge too. After going to prison and all that legally the the, the sins he also committed obliterated you know somehow so you have all this coming so it's not the first time we have it the problem we have now is that you still have a crime going on in fact I don't know how many bandits have been arrested and lined up for prosecution and somebody is already discussing amnesty that is that is worrying Because if you are prepared them for trial now, or they already appeared in court, and you are beginning to see that with the number of these people, if you extend an amnesty to them, more of them will come out. They can lay down their arms and all that. Maybe many of them, they they are doing this out of the influence of alcohol or drugs. Mm -hmm. Then you want to bring more of them out. Or you discover that it will be too expensive for you to go on prosecution. Okay, what else can we do to make sure that we solve this situation? However, before you can do any of this, you need to find out the root cause or root causes of banditry in the northwest that might go beyond even the northwest if, we don't, if you are not careful. Because the negative side of us having this kind of thing is that whether you are negotiating or you are, you are, you are giving amnesty, is that some other guys are out there? They have their own gangs, or maybe they are not a gang yet. Maybe you just have one or two persons, and they begin to think that look, if you can cause some trouble, we'll get government attention, we'll get this, we'll get this, we'll get that. Taking notes of what the other guys, the other bad guys, have been enjoying, have been enjoying, you know. So, that is why we should not use amnesty carelessly. For the negotiation, yes, they will negotiate. You know, I've argued it on this program that look, once your enemy, once the enemies have a upper hand, and what upper hand we are talking about, are we talking about here? Now, the enemies are keeping those girls. Uh, Gumi Che Gumi said they should not be called criminals. <laughs> you know, I found that very disturbing, but let's let's call them. What what whatever the name you want to give to them, the bandits, they are bandits. A bandit is, is a is a is a thief. Um, they they, they graduate to be to to be, to be armed robbers. Now they are now they've they've gone beyond stealing things. You know, picking up people to up people. They, they they it's becoming a terrorist organization, kind of. So we have to be very careful. Who are you negotiating with? Yes, you can negotiate because they are keeping children or human beings. You've lost the ground to protect those people. If you have protected those schools, those guys won't just have, they, they wouldn't have come middle of the night and taking them away. They were not protected. Now they've taken them. Can you go there and begin to attack them with those girls in their custody? No. So you, when you want, we want to look at it and look, well, we've lost many grounds to these people. How can we gain what we've lost back? Now, what we've lost is that between the time we were supposed to protect, protect them and the time they took them away, there was nobody to do that. So you can negotiate and bring them back. But when you negotiate, you give them money. What are they going to use the money for? Some of them will get more hams, more ammunition, and they will carry out some other dastardly act. You will still go and be begging them. So please, release these people. Release these children. That is why we have to be very, very careful. The governor, uh, what's it Well, no going back on that. What is telling us is that it's helpless. And when a government, I don't want to say the governor now, is helpless, what are you still doing there? You are telling people that, look, you are on your own. I'm just. In fact, it will get to a state that they won't they won't negotiate for anybody again. Families will have to begin to negotiate. Of course, it's already happening. What What, what do you
3: think? Because for for some for some people, the the government statement about the abduction of the Jangabe girls, mm. saying uh, he had revelations, saying uh, Nigerians would be shocked to find out those behind uh, you know uh, what happened. Of course, we don't know what the government, but. What what should what does that signal, or what should we be doing?
0: What uh, is he afraid of? Why will he not? Why it? will he not mention those who who are behind it? Why are you hiding the identity? See, uh, when it comes to insecurity, it's unfortunate. This government is not different from the government of uh, Doctor Gulu Jonathan, because in fact, more 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 students have been kidnapped under this administration. Because at that point too, the president told us that Boko Haram people were in his government. He was also not bold enough to mention names, to 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 name and shame people and get them prosecuted. They were getting funding. They didn't do anything to cut short or, or cut off, you know, the funding line to these people. It's the same thing we're ha- having now. Top secrets of this kind of nature will lead us nowhere if you know them go and meet the president That look chief so 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 is the one behind this if it's that's that if you don't want to push that kind of security information to the public like that work on it and let people see you know the results of what you are doing behind let them see it openly that okay some people have been rounded up now we're having peace we want to count one, two, three, four, five months, going into a year, two years, three years, that we are not having this, then we will, we will now know that somebody actually did something. But the way it is, they have, they have government money to give those, those people. They are not giving their private money. They have government money to give them. So it's easier for them to negotiate. An example of, for, for instance, if, if those guys say, give us one billion naira, it will, will one billion come from the coffers of an individual and government? Mm-hmm. It's government money. It's free money, and the band is also know that when you are negotiating, they will, the, the bandits will also ask them: Is this your money? Just go and bring us money. And they know what they are going to do. They they get more hard drugs that will further embolden them. Arms and ammunition, they will attack us another time. In fact, they will expand their gang. They will have more sales to 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 manage more men because the, the 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 level of insecurity we have is also linked in a way to the level of unemployment there are youth out there whose hands are idle that anybody can give any kind of job that we see now now well, let, let's
3: take a moment and talk about uh the security architecture the security operations especially at the, at some of these states uh, we saw the statement of the president where he said that states should provide more security around boarding schools or around schools that appear to be the targets for these bandits. Now we've also listened to state um, number one citizens also come out to say, "Well, I don't control. I don't control the security operatives. Uh, it, it, it might be the <laughs> the task of the federal government to do that." For example, uh, the uh Emil Albanka was saying yesterday during that meeting with the state governor, saying the governor doesn't control the security architecture. Uh the I mean the security operatives. The federal government does it. So mm-hmm. it is the fault of the federal government that we are where we are at. And it just i it, it, it's it, it is sad that there is subtly what appears to be this blame game going on when we should really be looking at
0: what can be done really. But then this
3: this these worries, are they are they legitimate worries for you?
0: No. I, I won't believe that, you know, even though in my statement over the years, I've said that, look, state police, state police, resource control, resource control. Who is protecting the government houses? Federal government security or the state government houses? You find in some of the, you find the military, the police, the DSS, mm. are they not all controlled by the, the federal government? and their houses. If a governor has a house in his hometown, immediately he becomes a governor. They will post DSS and some other security people there from the federal government. They are not complaining at that time because they are protecting their families. They are protecting them on the road at home up to the airport as they are traveling out. It is just a kind of contradiction, another kind of hypocrisy, That we are getting from the governors in as much as i support us having state police you know with all the fears we have that some people might misuse them of course some some people in the federal government have also been misusing the police so we just need the legal you know arrangement that will give checks and balances whether we like it or not that is where we we will still go because uh, i have not seen a federation where you even you only have one police and for, for 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 the governors to have state police or for us to have state police, resource control must come first. Because they will have to maintain to maintain a police. I don't know. You know, the, the, the government state government that still cannot pay uh, 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 the minimum wage, mm. about 18 states. So you want to add that to their budgets without Readjusting the sharing formula,
3: then
0: allowing them to keep you know what they have the resources in their states to keep more of it. Not that you you collect everything, take everything to Abuja, you now distribute. No, I I agree. If it's granite that you are getting in Ogun states, for instance, it's natural resources that belongs to Nigeria, but now we have different. Side of the, of these things limestone everything are uh, there as you are as you are mining you are getting money okay this is how much you can have federal agents there who also monitor the mining they know how much you are making oh 30% goes to the federal government so they can maintain the military maintain the dss and some other aviation and all that that is where we we need to start from uh, unfortunately the 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 lawmakers the federal lawmakers some of them have have been talking about this but it's 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 always been talk shops here and there they've not acted on it if you begin to think out the constitution from there you see the changes because security is local somebody will not leave abuja and come and attack abel kuta if they must do that they will have informants here so let us be, let's build security from the villages up to state capitals to other parts of the country to Abuja. Not that it should come from Abuja down. No, that's not security. That's why the Southwest governors, you know, how to do the arrangement of the Amoteku. So that before you can even do security, you need information. Intelligence gathering. Amoteku can supply that to the police if there is that trust imagine if Amotekun is the state police. I'm not saying they are the ones. But you have somebody that has committed an offense under federal law. You can still have the Nigerian police that will serve like our own FBI and come and take over the investigation because it's a federal offense. But when you have just small issues happening here and coming there. Communal level. Yes. Communal level and the police, the federal police will still come. Then one AIG will have interest, another DIJ will have interest, then you take a, 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 a normal, just simple, uh, misdemeanor you take it to Abuja or you take it to, to the level of an AIG. No. So it's something we should have but the state government, the governors, they still have a lot to do even with what we have presently. When they want to use the police for election against themselves, they know how to do that why is it that when it comes to protecting the rest of us they now suddenly remind us that oh we don't control the police no they, 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 some of them are talking hypocritically and they they, they, they they are also living in a kind of contradiction
3: all right i know we could we could go on and on uh, but uh, we have just a couple of minutes uh at our Book on Twitter is where you go, get your thoughts across to us uh, this morning. Quite a number of you have joined us live on Facebook. Many thanks to you. You can as well drop your contributions via that avenue. Uh, we'll just try to squeeze in some thoughts via the phone lines uh, this morning. 0815-432-1079. Uh, 0815-432-1079. Or 0818-111-1079. 818 111 1079 those are the numbers to call uh to get to us via uh twitter this morning ccp says the news about those kidnapped being released may not be totally fake but it's just that something got wrong in between both their doctor their collaborator <laughs> and negotiating contractor mm-hmm. uh, well if there's one thing we know it is that they obviously had not been freed. If they had been freed, then they would have been freed. Uh, Shekin bogi earlier I said, to Corbyn security in the north, I think government should deal with the root cause. There should be a strong law, legislation on family planning, and there also should be a state of emergency on child education, free education for every child. Uh, he says. All right. Uh, the... Uh, quite a number of you have joined on Facebook. Uh, Thank you very much for your contributions. Uh, Because of our time, I don't know, we'll uh, try to uh, get to... Okay. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, we can get to talk to you. I see some of the calls coming in and dropping. Uh, Hopefully, we can get to do that. Uh, But just before we leave, uh, the latest uh, update, as far as the COVID-19 is concerned, I did promise to give that as well. Uh, First off, uh, should say thank you to Mr. Sam who's spoken to us about the security situation for the last couple of minutes. Thank you very much for your contributions this morning, sir. Thank you for having me. God bless Nigeria. All right, moving on, away from that, uh, just uh, after the calls. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are Hello, you calling good from? Morning. Good, morning. Good, morning. good morning. Quickly, please. Hello. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Go ahead. What's your name? Where are you calling yeah.
1: us from? No, no, no. calling from the mm. Go ahead. I think we need to look at the issue of... Uh the criminality, the banditry, and the rest, you need to look, look at it from the point of on, on uh, a lack of control, bad control. You can see that this thing is rampant in the north. People, with, they will bear children, they will bear that they cannot cater for. And it makes these children to be vulnerable. So, it uh, is a lot of government should work on this. There should be child uh, control, bad control. So that the criminality will not be on uh, on increment, and the, the uh, intake of a uh, drug is another factor that needs to be considered. Those people, it's ninety uh, percent of them are drug, they are drug takers. So they, they they act under the influence of the drug they are taking. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you very much. A very interesting point raised about population explosion. Uh, I remember uh, it was uh, something that was raised to the Minister of Information and Culture, and you raised some interesting things about population control, talking about uh, religious and cultural beliefs and how they can. You know, in essence, affect this fight as far as population control is concerned. But thank you for your contribution. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure I can squeeze in anymore because of our time. Uh, the COVID 19 pandemic uh, has been. A year now, a little over a year uh, since the first case was recorded. Yesterday, though, uh, saw 240 new cases reported in the country. Anambra State had the highest of those cases, 85, followed by Lagos with 82, and then there was Oshun, which had 17. Ogun 10, Kwara 9, FCT 8, Kano 7, Abia 6, Benue 4, Edo, Baelsa and Kaduna at two each, and then Rivers had one. Now. Before yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, the previous day saw 341 new cases, and uh, before that was 600. Uh, For some people, they are making uh, spec; uh, they are suggesting already uh, that uh, the reduction in numbers uh, could be suggestive or could be pointing to something. But you never can tell uh the number of people that uh, continue to recover from the virus also on the on the increase 512 were discharged yesterday or recovered yesterday although two more people died of the virus Uh, but uh, for for a lot of health experts they say uh, there is a need to not lose our guard there is a need to continue to protect ourselves and obey these uh, protocols especially uh, even though the numbers are dropping Uh, Again, there are already talks going on as far as the possibility of getting about 4 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine tomorrow. Uh, The uh, uh, federal government officials, the uh, primary health care development agency, they've been talking about it for some days now, saying that there is the chance uh, or the expectation is that the country will be getting about 4 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine uh, tomorrow. Uh, They say that efforts have been, uh, everything has been put in place as far as uh, all logistics involved in um, storage, transportation, and making sure that it gets to the appropriate people. The expectation, of course, is that the frontline workers, especially the health workers, will be the first set of people uh, to get uh, inoculated or vaccinated. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, But what is very crucial is that in as much as the vaccines might be arriving, we know uh, that uh, that would only be catering for a very small fraction of the population. Uh, it is very important that we continue to obey these guidelines, wear our face masks in public, uh, avoid crowded places, use alcohol-based sanitizers, uh, wash your hands with open water, all these things that uh, we've spoken about so much as far as uh, protecting ourselves against the COVID-19 pandemic is concerned. Uh, I was hoping that uh, we'll be getting some thoughts as far as the uh, vaccines and uh, what uh, the arrival could mean for the country and the response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, but that will not be the case this morning. But I'm sure it's something that we will be following up, uh, hopefully. Uh, by Wednesday, uh, when uh, we return on this program, uh, we will be talking about the arrival of those vaccines already. Uh, the uh, Minister of State for Health, uh, Dr. Lorne Bemamura was speaking earlier this morning on a TV program, saying that uh, the vaccines are indeed expected to arrive soon. So uh, maybe by Wednesday, we'll be talking about the arrival. Uh, we will be able to begin to talk about uh, you know, our preparation, logistics, storage, uh, transportation, and distribution, so to speak, uh, we'll see uh, where we will be uh, by Wednesday as far as that is concerned. We'll leave it there. Uh, this morning, uh, we should you the very best this new month of March. Uh, it is an opportunity to begin to rewrite your story, change your narrative. I know in this part of the world, we, we talk so much about New Year resolutions. Trust me, resolutions can be made at the start of every month. Resolutions can be made at the start of every day. Resolutions can be made at the start of every minute. Every moment offers a chance, offers the opportunity to write what is wrong or just make a decision as far as changes mm-hmm. you need to make are concerned thank you for choosing fresh 107.9 if i to as a platform this morning many thanks to mr samson who joined us a lot earlier as well uh, this morning for uh, talking about the security situation hopefully as well by wednesday we will be talking about getting the girls back that is another hope we have Wale bakar is my name enjoy your monday have a blessed week good morning
1: Hi, I'm
2: Ozioma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh.
1: fresh! Fresh! Fresh!
2: Look what I brought for you.
3: This is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day.
1: Population suffer. So the entire nation. I say the body body oh, God, my country things are so hard. Every day the population suffer. So the entire nation. Every day for my country the people they shout in Allah. Every day for my country the people they hope on God. Every day for my country the people they shout in Allah. Every day for my country, the people they hope one go yeah. See, politicians are too greedy. Their ways are too funny. My brother, oh, tell me, yeah, My you oh, tell me, yeah? Every day the same story. They got no plans for humanity. See, my brother, oh, make you tell me, yeah, My name, make you tell me, yeah? We want to see the light The way we go We cannot see the light Yeah Ay, ay yo, ay, ay, yo. Yeah.
0: We want to see the
1: light Yeah I wonder how you sleep at night Or you know people are not okay Trust me, man That's cold Write your names in gold Listen, inspire people, motivate people, make people to wanna be like you. Be the change we're talking about, be the greatness we're talking about. Let's look at Manila, Martin look at me, right? Let us look at Obama. He should take the look for my brother Always can overlook. Let's look at my hand for look ese injini ma vola beres ani beti se man gbere o awon osele ton sele lori odo la bola lafese ga ese kiko bole leyin alafa jogba lori konkreta conqueror si tennis ere Daraya Resisa Hatibe hati bi Nikani from be lo